in five, four, three, two, one, go. We are not catfishing cornbread, but this, this is catfishing catfish cornbread. cornbread. And we are off. Oh, wow. This is incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Catfish and Cornbread. Catfish and Cornbread. And not only Catfish and Cornbread, but we are up and running with our new studio get up. Yes, large and in charge. Yeah, which makes us both very happy. And it's actually a new little dynamic being able to speak this way um, and, you know, the headphones and everything. So we're going to have to kind of get used to that. It is here, and actually, we don't have either one of our computers on the table, so it gives us a little bit more space. Yeah, a little bit more room, which is also pretty nice. Not that we need it at this point, but we're moving in the right direction. So, hope you all are doing well, staying healthy out here in this madness. In the madness of the coronavirus, which is very. Oh my goodness! The first use of the sound bits, baby. I'm going to tell you, look, I don't know where they make these, where they're going to, you know, where they give out awards for this stuff, but I'm going to be sure to be present when they call in names because. You, you would definitely. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to be sure to be present when they call names. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you, man, it's next level, next level around here. Okay. You're literally like a kid in a candy shop, which I really understand because there are a lot of things going on right here on the soundboard is really cool captivating uh so i get it i get it we got new equipment and when we say new maybe three days old at max right yeah no no uh no no one day old got here yesterday morning okay so yeah and headphones so got here today headphones yeah. got here so today and the uh, brand spanking new baby so, so we're excited about it man and we hope everybody out there is um Staying healthy, and uh, I think the mental part of this thing right now may be the biggest kick for people. Yes, you're really, and being mentally tough, it's funny that you mentioned that I consider myself to be extremely mentally tough, and I got a phone call from a friend that was stated that the governor is getting ready to declare a state of emergency, and I was watching this amazing movie on Netflix, and I went in straight panic mode for like 10 minutes. I'm not kidding you. And I had already been to the grocery store earlier after I watched Church Show On. And so I knew that I had food, water, drink, whatever I needed. I, I had taken care of those things. But I literally went back to the store for no reason. I got some gas because I needed some gas. But then I was in Ingalls and I was like, what? Like, really, what do I need out of here? There, I literally had. What did you end up buying? Toothpicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, uh, toothpicks. What did you get toothpicks for? Well, when you're eating, after you finish your dinner or any meal, I like to have a toothpick. Um, so I didn't have any at my house. I guess that's a hygiene. Good so hygiene. So I got some toothpicks and some shrimp. Ooh. Um, it was already peeled, so it's still frozen. I make this amazing, like, chowder soup. It's really good. Um Shrimp, like a shrimp chowder? Uh-huh. Mm. It's nice. Um, It'd be nice to be able to taste that. I mean, yeah, I, I can make it. It seems like we're going to be off. Yeah, I thought <laughs> we're going to have a little time here. Hey, what did you Hello. think of the meatloaf and mashed potatoes tonight? I had meatloaf and mashed potatoes here. Um, Clay, at his home, his lovely wife, prepared a nice meal. And it was nice that they finally had a black man sitting at their table <laughs> to have dinner. So, for starters, oh. I definitely appreciated the gesture 
the meatloaf was amazing. My mom makes really good meatloaf, so I think that's a testament to your wife's meatloaf because I ate it and it was really good. And the mashed potatoes, not really sure what she did to them. But they were incredible too, and I'm not a big mashed potato person. Dude, those mashed potatoes, probably but I was nervous. I understand when she asked me for some ketchup. Yeah, because I know people. In Is South that cultural? Carolina, demographically speaking, it might be cultural, not black and white. I think just your geographical location. So you normally eat ketchup on your meatloaf yes okay and sometimes but you were worried because of the mashed potatoes yes and i thought when she asked me for ketchup that she was going to put it on the mashed potatoes and i was gonna have to (laughs) respectfully no 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 No, i heard you you're like not on the mashed potatoes (laughs) (laughs) no No. but you know what though this coronavirus is causing people to um act a little insane like, I was in Ingalls, and I was in Publix today. Um, Ingalls, they have the best donuts. Um, and I didn't even buy a donut, but I went in there because I wanted an Ingalls donut. But I, did, I practiced some self-control, Oh, I truly. See. But at both places, there are no toilet paper. I don't need any toilet paper, but I don't understand why people are buying toilet paper. Okay, I'm going to have to make a shameless plug right here. Okay. Know. You have toilet paper? No. Bought a lot of toilet paper? It's not nothing to do with toilet paper, but I want to encourage everybody um, who uh, listens to us because toilet paper would never be on the radar because when we when we moved into our house, our toilet came with an accessory. Um, and I think it's called a Neo 123. A bidet? Yeah, it's like a... It's like a, it's like a you um, have a bidet. I have a well. It's it's not it's not a full fledged bidet. It's not, not like the big thing, but it, <laughs> but it's like an attachment. Okay. And let me tell you something. Okay. And without being too uh, gruesome or whatever, <clears throat> changed my life. Do you hear me? Changed my life. One of the greatest things in the history of modern advancement is the NeoJet One Twenty Three or whatever it's called. It's a portable bidet. It is the greatest thing ever. It is one of the most, I mean, you do not know clean until you learn how to experience this. Dude, what you got to do is you got to use it. You got to try it. I'm telling you. I'll try it. Yeah, you got to try it. And I'm telling you, it will change your life. And I have, I've had people, we actually got in the same conversation like three or four days ago with a, bud, a couple of buddies at work. And about a bidet? Well, it was weird because we were talking about no toilet paper. And see, okay. my theory is, is why would, I, I still don't, we talked about this last week. I don't understand the toilet paper craziness. And the reason why is, is because like, to me, like if you don't have any food, then toilet paper is really pointless. Right. So like you got, you got to understand like your priorities, but everybody's freaking out over toilet paper. But like to me and in in that capability, it's like, well, it's not really that big of a deal, you know, because, uh, Basically, a pressure washer cleans my hind end every time. So that's wonderful. I'm telling you. I'm telling you it'll change your life. I'm telling you it'll change your life. And I hope that um, too many people are not grossed out by the conversation. But well, it's thank wonderful. You. Thank you for those details. But see, like everybody's freaking out about toilet paper. And I'm not. But I don't understand why, though. You haven't answered that question. You just told us about your I portable jet. I think you get, you know, I think... And again, this is all speculation, and I've also said, you know, two people are talking, listen to the other guy. But I think you're seeing it basically the example of what what we would know as market psychology um, in economics. Like what happens is 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 like everybody's freaking out. So somebody made a run on toilet paper, and now everybody's made a run on toilet paper, and because it's not there, has made it, you know, the hysteria is kind of driving things up. Um, and I don't really have um, 
you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I think we're going to be okay here. I think we're going to be okay here. Um, but I would say this. Uh, I think one of the reasons why we might be okay, I was talking to some friends of mine, is because of a little bit of the hysteria that's being driven and the precautions we're taking. Um, I just don't know enough about all this stuff yet to do any other thing than be like, well, okay, I guess we're going to not go. I do know this. There's a couple things I know. One thing is. School is out. Oh, yeah. School's out. Yeah. No. For the spring. For, yeah, not the summer. School's <laughs> out for the spring. Spring. Yeah. <laughs> doo-doo. Doo-doo. Yeah. Um, we'll be recording our next episode yeah, a musical yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, soundtrack. Get on board, guys. And not only that, we can get you a little mute. Are you ready for this? Nice intro. Ooh, you know what that intro sounds like? Yeah. I can't hear that. I wonder what it is. Maybe it's because that's not hit. Okay. Well, you might forget what I was going to say. I don't know what's going on with that. That's a little scary to me. I don't know why. Maybe let's try this one. I can hear it. You can hear it. Maybe you're not plugged in. All the way. I can hear you, though. You can still hear it? There's nothing playing, but I can... Yeah, I can hear it. Hmm. Not quite sure what's going on there. No, I can't hear it at all. We'll have to figure that out. But I'm sure it's something I've hit over here or something that's going on um, with my side of it. But I'm still getting output, so we're good. Um. I was just playing with sound effects, and he couldn't hear them through yeah, our... If anybody wondered what that was all about, since now you can see what we're doing. It's, play, yeah. it's like a new toy, and I haven't quite figured it all the way out yet. But I could hear the sound effects. Um, but what I was going to say is, um, I am well-versed in zombie movies. Okay, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really good with the health stuff or anything like that. Every zombie movie begins the exact same way I'm watching going on the news right now. So I'm, I'm pretty certain that at some point um, we may see a zombie <clears throat> A zombie. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm serious. Like, every zombie, it's always like there's the... Like the Walking Dead? Yeah, like Fear of the Walking Dead. Like, today they announced, I was listening to something, they announced they're going to set up these, like, portable little places people can go in to increase the screenings and everything. All those places exist in the Walking Dead. Like, in the Fear of the Walking Dead, when they showed, like, that is there. You know, like, uh, there's, like, a building, and these people are coming in, I guess, to get tested. This is when I wish our viewers or listeners could see my face. Yeah. Because that's ridiculous. I'm just saying, dude. I mean, look, you can get upset at me all you want to, but that's the way they begin. I'm not getting upset. It's just absurd. What do you mean it's absurd? You're not going to see a zombie. Look, everybody thought that the... uh that the um, little, you know, when you watch Star Trek, the original one, and and uh, Captain Kirk would take that little thing and flip it open and hit the button and be able to communicate to his people mm-hmm. on the show. Everybody thought, that, everybody thought that was absurd until cell phones came out. You know, the flip phone come out, and it's like, oh, my goodness. Well, there, they. it was the movie that probably inspired it. So I'm just saying it could happen. Thank you yeah. for that piece of advice. Anyway. And the other thing that I thought that was like, you know, um, it was very interesting this week, and I want to tell a story that kind of relates to Corona because kids were freaking out a little bit, you know, and they were doing this. And I said, guys, listen, I, I think the biggest thing is is that, you know, you, you got to have enough sense to kind of stay calm and understand, that, hey, man, is, there's something serious going on, but we're going to do the best we can, and we're going to trust the people. We're going to make the best decisions and that we can make and kind of roll with the punches. And um, they were talking about, uh, and I said, but there's something that I found kind of interesting. And so – it was that. Did you see when this thing first happened? Like China built a hospital in like six days. Yes. 
Right. Did you also read in, in the in the news that that a hospital full of corona patients, uh, coronavirus patients, collapsed no, in China? I didn't. And so maybe that's why they shut down. What shut down? China. Oh yeah. No. Look, they they well to me like because when I think of China and I think of like. The, the thing that pops into my mind is the communist aspect. And I remember like the, uh, was it Tiananmen Square? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I remember the guy walking out and standing in front of the uh, tank, right? Do you remember that? You remember that big scene where the guy went out and he took a stand in front of the tank and they ran him over? No, you're smarter than me. You don't remember that? No. I feel like I remember that so well. And I was telling that story because I was kind of saying, like, that that makes me a little nervous that they built this hospital all of a sudden and then, like, uh, it just collapses on all these guys. Um, and the reason why it made me nervous is because that's my view of, like, how China handles some of their problems because I remember that from when I was a kid. And one of the kids in my class was telling me, they said, uh, Coach Wiles, we read about that. And in our textbook it said that they did not know what happened to the guy. In the textbook? Yeah, that was standing out in front of them. So I want to do some research because, again, I'm not I'm not an expert, so don't freak out and say anything because maybe they don't know. But I just, like, that's so common to me. Like, this guy walked up, he stood up to the government, and they crushed him. And I thought that story was just like, you know, hey, uh, Isaac Newton had an apple fall on his head. You know, just like that that type of just, like, common right? Um, for people who read it. And, and so I'm going to research that a little bit more, and I'm going to find out if that's true because I think we do know what happened to him. I think he became a pancake and – they went on about their life, you know, and, and, and I think that's important to, and I don't know why we would not, why textbooks would be neglecting to tell children that if that's the case. Um, but maybe in truth, it's maybe because people are even more sensitive now. Well, there's no doubt about that. But again, that's what I, I mean, we talked about that too. You can't run away from this stuff. You have to call it what it is and deal with it, all of it. Um, so uh, and I also want to find out if that if that if the hospital that fell down and collapsed, or you know, I want to find out if it's that same one that they just built. Are you being serious when yes, you say so that? Or are you trying to be funny? No, I'm being serious. Okay. Because I I bet that it's like hey, we're just gonna build this. Well, what kind of lights do you want in it? I don't worry about it. See, I can't. Well, I I can't do. What this do you think? You. How many beds? Ah, just just make enough, and then. Some old boy back there, you know, lights the fuse, and all of a sudden they're getting rid of the coronavirus. The moral, the moral of the story here, people, just do your best to do your part. Wash your hands, bathe daily, just be clean. You know, understand zombies are real. It's really hard. Zombies are not real. Can you? We let that go five minutes ago. Don't bring that back up, please. So you know, you're you're telling me what what. You're, you're telling me what to say right now, and it hurts my feelings. I'm not right telling now. you what to say. I'm telling you not to bring that back up. You can say you're Tell free. Tell me what not to say. You're free to say whatever you want to say. Except that now you hurt my feelings because we've already spoken about zombies, so we're not speaking about that anymore. I'm not just saying, dude. I'm not concerned with your feelings being hurt. Check it out. You will be okay. Legend Life will go on. Go watch. I am legend. They're quarantined in New York City. I'm telling you, how's all start? I'm not gonna watch it. I've anyway. seen it before. Okay. You seen it? What did you think about them? I thought it was a good movie. Did you like okay. it? I'm, I'm not also not a big movie lover. However, I did watch, I think I said this earlier though. I watched a movie on Netflix um, with Mark Wahlberg in it. I forget the name of it. But let me tell you, it is incredible. He was an ex-police officer, got put in prison for five years 
for assaulting his captain, I guess. He went to his house, beat him up because he was hiding um, some evidence from a crime that he was covering up. Okay. So basically he gets out of jail and he decides that he's going to leave Boston and move to Arizona and be a truck driver. Well, after being out of jail for a day, it comes over the news that his boss, the yeah, the captain of the police department, was killed. And they had pinned it on another police officer that Mark Wahlberg's character went through the academy with and knew he was a good guy. Mm-hmm. So instead of him leaving to be a truck driver in Arizona, he basically solved the case. Oh, okay. Um, it's a great movie. Like, you should definitely watch it. I wish I knew the name of it. I could remember the name yeah, of it. Me too. But, but I'm going to spend know. my time whenever we are off for sure. Um, watching Netflix movies. Yeah. And so another thing, um, there's a couple of things I want to point out too. A lot of people may who listen uh, or may people who may listen um, as educators. One of the things we have opportunity to, to do in district three, and I'm not sure about you guys. Are you guys one-to-one? We are. Okay. One-to-one, yes. So y- y- y'all are going to be able to do e-learning mm-hmm. days. And, and one of the things that, that I don't want uh, was a big misconception out there. And I think, now, some teachers may not like that I say this, but I think teachers are probably one of the biggest problems uh, in these misconceptions. Um, but I do would I would like everybody to understand that even though we're e-learning, we are still working um, daily to attempt to educate America's youth. Um, and I don't want to. I, I guess I just want to say, kind of behalf on all these people that I know that are working hard that are kind of been given a bigger task now because it's a whole lot harder to educate a kid via. Internet, oh, yeah, absolutely. Than it is face to face, and so now the task has been stepped up. But I do want people to understand that these teachers are still going to be working hard, even though they won't be driving in. They're still going to have probably probably have to work twice. Probably, as hard. I was going to say probably more yeah. because, and I'm pretty sure you all have to do the same thing. But I'm going to log office hours oh, yeah. where I'm available via internet email for. My students who may have any questions or concerns I'm actually for the thinking assignment. About, I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt. No, go. That's fine. And e e learning assignments. You're right. That I think it presents more of a task in terms of instruction because it changes the dynamics of the delivery. Absolutely. You know, and so. Well, one of the things I was going to tell you, and one of the things I'm going to utilize, and I hope maybe you consider it too, is um, our podcast. Not our podcast, but our ability to podcast. Um, because I'm going to do uh, my lectures or anything I'm talking about, I'm going to do that via um, the podcast machine. That oh, that's that, a great idea. Know, I can ensure the students get high-quality stuff. Uh, I can probably try to, you know, the, the effects and different things can maybe kind of jazz it up a little bit and make it fun to listen to. Um, but... That's one of the things I'm going to try to do. I just didn't want people out there. I know a lot of times, you know, and, I, and I'm not to scold teachers for a minute, but a lot of times as teachers, uh, it's like we're so in tune for the next break mm-hmm. um, that like it, because that's a break for us and time we get to spend with our family and and maybe we we uh, we blast that on social media. We're excited about that. And uh, I, I, I came from a background where I didn't get the opportunity to have two weeks at, at Christmas um, or summers off or whatever. And so um, – I just don't want people to think, oh, my goodness, teachers are getting another two weeks off. No, it's going to be more uh. difficult. Now, you know what I don't have to do is I don't have to wake up and uh, get dressed um, in, in my teaching uh, gear and be somewhere and all that stuff. So, um, but I was concerned. I mean, I'm concerned. I mean, I really enjoy to do that, and I think most teachers do. 
Uh, and I was concerned. I know there's a big effort that you hear about, about people trying to make sure the kids get fed. Um, yes. And again, if you have anybody, um, I know there's a lot of people doing it, but if you have anybody um, that you feel like maybe missing a meal or, or, or multiple meals because they are um, not being in school, uh, do not hesitate to contact us at catfishandcornbread34 at gmail.com. Yeah. Now, I have something to say. Okay, go ahead. I've seen, I know you don't have social media, but on Facebook, a lot of people have been posting, you know what, I'm just going to find it. Pull it up. And I'm going to read it. Because it really, honestly, and truly has bothered me um, to a certain degree. Because I don't know that people are sincere when they say this. Okay? So, there's this post that's going around. It says, if the upstate starts closing schools, I'm here. If the school closures have you concerned about your child not being able to eat breakfast or lunch, please let me know. I will do what I can to help. A box of cereal, a gallon of milk, some bread, peanut butter, and jelly. Just let me know. Feel free to PM me. No judgment ever. It'll be our secret. It takes a village. If you're willing to help, feel free to cut and paste. The gesture is great. Not knocking it at all. Mm -hmm. But some of the people that I see posting this particular status copying and pasting um they you scared it might be a front yes Mm -hmm. you're so you're you're definitely um better at saying that than me i I can't even fix my mouth to say that and that is what bothers me because i've seen it from several different people and i'm thinking that is a lie if one has ever been told yeah well I think that, um, you know, it, I don't know. I, I, I always want to judge people. Uh, or, or let me rephrase that. I don't want to be judgmental toward pe- people. Uh, and if I do um, have to cast judgment, I certainly don't want to have to predict, you know, predict their motives. You know what I mean? But at the same right. time, I definitely understand what you're saying. And I think that that's something that's important is like, um, and I think we, I think this kind of sentiment is out there a lot in that, you know, it, it, you don't want to do it. I mean, like you, you hopefully we're living a life uh, as a servant to these kids, um, as well as an educator. And like, um, I, I'm always kind of nervous. I mean, whether it be anything, I'm always nervous. That's one of the reasons why I got away from a lot of that social media stuff. I, it just makes me nervous to see, um, well, I'll put it to you this way. One of my, one of my good friends, he's, he's a very, um, very good friend of mine, um, football coach, played with him for years. Uh, he posted a comment one time. He said, does God have a Facebook? Um, which to me was very, very kind of uh, maybe even profound. Um, and and kind of his point was, it's like, man, everybody's crying out to God on social media. It's like, well, why are you – I mean, like, this, like, why do you put it there? You know what I mean? And I think that a lot – and I – I've said this over and over, and I'll continue to say that I think that's a lot about social media. Is like even in situations that maybe people are trying to help others out or something like that, it looks almost like self gratification or self glorification because there's a lot of selfishness that is available through social media. Doesn't mean it can be a bad thing. So, uh, or, or doesn't mean it has to be a bad thing. You know what I mean? But I, I feel your pain. Uh, you know, when you see people that are so judgmental on there and you never see anything like this, and all of yeah. a sudden now they want to work for Mills for Wheels. You know, it's, it's kind of odd. 
And I, you know, I'm definitely not a judgmental person, but it did bother me when I, you know, I saw the particular status that I just read on several different people's pages or on their status as I updated my own social media. And just, I hate to sound like I'm questioning someone's heart, but if your actions don't align with what you're posting is when I have a problem with it. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, it's really easy. You know, it's, it's a lot easier to talk about it. You know what I mean? It's just harder yeah. to be about it. And so, um, and I've even thought about maybe some content on here. I know we talked about maybe getting involved in YouTube and stuff <clears> like that uh, in our next season. That's kind of a goal of ours. But I thought about, like, um, even, like, his content for that, like, doing the uh, – and I kind of have the same battle in my head, doing, like, the uh, um, 10 – you know, 10 days in a row of where we give something away. So we kind of save some money back and then we go out and we try to impact people. But I always go through that same thing. It's like, how many people are going to see something like that and think, oh, it's for publicity or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so I, I, I get it. I get it. But that's the part I think, well, I know when it comes from me and you knowing what I know about you and your heart for people that, I I have found in my own personal experiences that the people who are are questioning those motives are people who don't know you. Yeah, you know, and I'll, so like that so, part of it, I don't really worry about because I think those who know you best or have even somewhat of a relationship with you that they've built off of consistency. Yeah, will know that you're not a type of person. Who well, I'm also not the easiest person. Easiest person sometimes to get to. Amen, brother. You're preaching right now. um, I don't, I understand that. And that's something I've kind of learned about myself here in my, uh, coming back to a small town is very different. When I was in Spartanburg, you know, everybody, there's so many people, you know, it's not, but like when I came back home, uh, I kind of had to get smacked in the face with, hey man, look, you you know, if if somebody has an opinion about you, that may be your fault. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And so um, I understand it. I, I hope that, I hope that coming out of this, again, if you have a kid or you are somebody who are in need or you understand somebody in need, um, there's no doubt that if if we can't get anything done for them, that we can rally and get some people who can. Yeah. Um, and I would love to be a part of that. Um, you know, feeding, feeding children, um, in my mind, is one of the probably uh, greatest joys in right. life. You know what I mean? When you see yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I think that schools are – going to consider, I think they're called like grab-and-go lunches and breakfasts. Um, yeah. I mean, even, I'm in, a, I'm in a very large school district. You're in a smaller school district, but I think at the end of the day, the vision, part of the vision is that we recognize that we have students who look forward to those two meals oh, a day. absolutely. You know, yeah. and so, and knowing that small thing, like what can we do to make sure they're still getting fed. And so I we got an email actually from our superintendent um, that stated basically the following schools in the district will have breakfast and lunch available for students who may not have meals throughout the week or the duration that we're out of school. Um, and I, I think that sometimes schools get a bad rap for a lot of different things, but schools don't have to do that. Yeah, oh and yeah. so I, I think that that is a great testament of love and showcasing that we care about the whole student. Yeah. You know, we want them to be able to read, but if they can't eat, we also recognize that they need to be nurtured in a different aspect. I don't, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things is probably as I've kind of, 
I would hope the word is matured. I'm not near, sure that's the that's that's proper. But as I've kind of grown up, when I when I came out of college, I, I would have considered myself a full fledged libertarian and would have said that the that uh, the government at a federal level probably has very little. I would probably still agree with this in some sense. I, I would like to see more private education, um, and I've said that for a long time. And a lot of people get mad at me, especially being a public school teacher. Um, but I, was I just think about to say that. Yeah, I think that being that competition makes things better, um, and I think if you could privatize more aspects of school. But one of the things I've had to come to terms with, and, and what I said early on was. You know, I have a hard time taking from one person to give to another person um, by, you know, by a method of doing things. I don't think that's necessarily right. Um, And and that's one of the things that, like, when I talked about, even when you talk about schools, you're talking about education, you can make an argument. But then you're just like, who is responsible for um, feeding or whatever, all these things? This is a lot of money that gets pulled away from people and given other people. Um, And then... I've had to kind of come to terms with, um, guys, if there's anything, you can argue against public education all you want to, but the fact that kids get two meals a day, okay, that they get to eat is a very big deal for a lot of kids. It's a massive. Yeah, and and so, like, uh, that's one of the things that I've changed my mind, whereas used to years ago when I got out of college and I was full-fledged and being, you know, a libertarian, you know, you do whatever you want, and it's like um, I just had to come to terms with it's like, no, 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 we need to have a way for these kids to eat. And even though whatever, whatever the situation is, maybe it is responsibility, maybe it's not. Maybe you're never going to have kids. Uh, maybe you were privately educated your whole life and you're never going to have kids and maybe you're never going to get anything from this. But there still needs to be a way um, to provide uh, for children among us. And I think that, that the government has a little bit of role in that. Um, so uh, that was one of the first things I thought about was these kids eating Um and I, and I think when I was at Spartanburg, and even even down here, I mean, the poverty lines are, are pretty similar. Or I shouldn't say that. The poverty line would be the exact same. But the number of kids that were living in poverty uh, in those schools are very similar. Um, and I watched kids benefit from, right. you know, I mean, I watched them. I watched them come in and they were getting meals and doing this. And, I mean, I've talked to kids who, you know, well, money's a little tight right now. we got three more days before Mama gets her check. Um, and there's no food in the house. You know what I mean? I've talked yeah. to those kids, and those kids are living for that biscuit or that pancake on a stick and then that piece of pizza at lunchtime. And so, um, you know. It, I think that's really people who aren't in education, I don't think they can ever fully understand or grasp that. Yeah. Um, it seems like a small feat, but as classroom teachers and coaches, like yeah. we see all too often what a chicken biscuit or meat lovers pizza from the cafeteria does to a student's ability to perform when they walk into your classroom. Because you take that kid who they don't know if they're going to get dinner when they come home after school. And if they didn't get, if they missed breakfast because they were late, their bus was late, whatever the case may be, and they walk into your classroom, it's going to be hard To ask. Well, you can't learn anything no. on an empty stomach, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest things for teachers. I wish almost we would change rules. I wish if I could, if I had it my way nowadays, I would do like we've all, well, hopefully most people has been to some kind of business meeting or some type of conference or some type of where you go to the hotel, you know, when they get, you go meet in the, in the ballroom of the hotel and they're doing like a lecture. There's always like grapes and cheese and, um, 
you know, water and orange juice in right. early morning back there. And if I had my way, that's the way it would be um, in my classroom. Um, well, I think it's – and if my former students were listening to me <laughs> to this podcast, they'd probably be upset to hear me say this. But now at my new school, my new position, I actually allow students to eat snacks in my room – because what I have found is that they're much more engaged in the lesson when they have the opportunity to have a snack or or something in their hands that they feel like that's actually, what they need. There's actually science behind it, brain-based learning. Uh, anytime you engage or eat or drink, it's supposedly like a, um, a um, helper in learning for some people. So, um, yeah, so feeding kids is always good about that we just had a couple of uh, studio guests here <laughs> hold on just one second and let's uh oh, let's get a little uh um, you can hear that i can hear that yes I can't hear it at all but anyway sure, we'll hope it shows up okay. on the, the recording we're um, happy to see you guys here yeah my face was blushing a little bit if that's possible i'm not as uh, light i'm not as light as clay but my cheeks did they did rise a little that's not what blushing means. But it's a part of blushing. Well, you tell me. You're just as white as Casper. So I am as white as Casper. All right. So tell me what blushing means. Let me is. tell you something. I'm listening. Um, you so black, you step out the car and the oil light comes on. You hear me? Oh, I hear you. He's been waiting to say that. So I opened the door. For him to crack his racist joke, since this was the first time he had a first black, of all, that joke black is man not sitting at his it's table. Not a racist. That joke. was a racist joke. What would I you call it? What would you call there it? Was no, I would say it's you said like you are so black. Very good. Considering you are as white as Casper, and you said that to me. Now, is that racist? Yes, if, of if course. Yes, Casper. but I didn't say it See, wasn't I racist. I think in order for something to be racist, you have to believe that one race is superior to another. And I don't think there's either one of those comments said that. We certainly pointed out something about about the complexity of our skin. Sure, but I'm but, not. But as, I, I'm but, not that. But black, I don't though. think you're. I don't think you're better than me. Okay. And I don't sure. think I'm better than you. You shouldn't think that. All right. So I'm not racist. I didn't call you racist. I said your joke was racist. So Fair you enough. have to listen with the intent to understand, not to always have a rebuttal. That's all I'm saying. I didn't call you racist. I said your joke was racist because yeah. you started off with, I mean, you're so black. The criticism is duly noted, but I did not say I am better than you because you are black. All right. And that would be a racist comment. I think this is time for a commercial. Do Come you want to talk you about a commercial uh, chocks? Well, I'd love to talk about chocks, but Corona's got everybody hemmed up in the locker room, so we don't know what in the world we're going to be able to do. Well, hopefully they're not hemmed up in the locker room, because they definitely would get it. Well, probably. In the I don't locker know room. I said locker room. I know. It's probably because you're a coach. Probably so. Why you said locker room. So, know. people, wash your hands again. This is probably my second time saying that. Yeah. We've talked about Corona. Hey, I got, a, I got an idea you. for a new invention. Please tell me. I'm going to make, like, some latex gloves, but the whole outer side of them is going to be uh, the Lysol disinfectant wipes. Like, we can just cut down the middleman, right? Well, like everybody's like, wash your hands. Like, no, put on my gloves. And then everything you touch disinfects it. We kill corona in a week. But how many people are going to have to have, like, gloves in their pockets? Because if you think about how many times we are touching things. I, I agree. But, 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 like, one wipe probably gets you, like, 30 touches, right? Oh. Oh, what we'll do is we'll make them a certain color, 
And then when they wear down, they'll change color. You'll notice which. Yes, out. like black gloves. And you can buy like a combo kit with a fanny pack and a certain with amount. With a fanny them. pack. Dude, with we'll your face it. on it. We'll kill it. Literally. That's that's a great line, Dude, too. We'll, we'll kill, kill it. it. We'll kill you it. wipe it, kill it. There it is. We'll kill it. Yes. We'll kill it, disinfect it. we like the Orkin man. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Orkin man. Although we're just killing dust bunnies. Or and, no, we're killing corona. Corona. Coronavirus. The coronavirus, not the beer. We're killing. Mm. They've taken a hit, though. I, I laughed like, when I was in Publix. I was walking down the beer aisle only because it's on the same side as frozen pizza. All right. But I just thought, I wonder if people are buying corona. Not a soul. Nobody's buying Corona. No. That's crazy. What if they find out that Corona is actually the cure to coronavirus? Oh, people will be drinking those never took a sip of alcohol a day in their life and they, maybe not even have Corona. I had a kid the other day say something to the, and this is probably not appropriate for a young person to say, and I'm sure I told him that, but he said something about like, um, if, what did he say? He said, if uh, I can't wait, like, I hope if I get Corona, I'm going to have a tick bite me. Because you should never have Corona without a Lyme. Uh, it's like a play on Lyme yeah, disease or something. Yeah, you got to hit the button to make somebody laugh. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. You ready? <laughs> that was great from was our audience. Good? Thank you, audience. Yeah. I hold up the sign that says laugh. I didn't think the joke jokes. was like the greatest one ever, but I did think it was pretty crafty. But the kid probably read it on some of these memes and all that sure, stuff. Sure, but why out. was it inappropriate? Uh, just probably too young to be talking about drinking alcohol. In high school? Yeah, I think the age is 21. Oh, well, I know how old you are supposed to be when you drink, but I think high school kids, the, they see this stuff on TV all the time. I agree. Ooh, watch not, Super Bowl. Yeah, so they can I agree. talk about it. I remember when I was in high school, one of my favorite commercials. Do you remember the Budweiser Frogs? See what I'm talking about? Remember when you were in high Bud school. Budweiser. Er. Oh, that was Do great. it again. Bud. Wise. Er. er. We could do it the same Yeah, That was awesome. <laughs> you remember those? That the frogs, yes, yeah, God, on the um, the lily pads. Yeah, were they on the lily pads? Speaking of which, we've got to figure out what we're going to do about the March Madness. Well, there's going to be some March Madness. It's just not going to be in the form of athletics. <laughs> I think that you're going to see a lot of babies um, in December. <laughs> I've thought about this. This is going to be an epidemic of baby boomers. Because people don't have anything to do. There's no more March Madness on the men or women's side. No, All stop. Equal opportunity here because yeah, there are no, people in the world cares. who watch the women's um, championship yeah, tournament I, also. I would like to know how many of those listen to our podcast. I bet the, the conversion right there is zero. That's not the point. If it's aired on television, people are watching it. Okay, fair enough. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. I wish I had a so, sound effect for rolling my eyes. Well, I wish I had one too. Nevertheless, but because of the cancellation of athletics, um, conference championships and tournaments, and really spring sports, not just at the collegiate level, but professional level, and we're seeing it now high school level. I think parents and adults, single or married. Yeah, what's going to happen now? Everybody's going to, like, you're actually going to have to be a family. Like, you're going to have to sit at home and, like, there's not going to be, it's going to, it's going to, like, the hustle and bustle of getting this kid there and yeah. this kid there and all that. Oh, that's gonna I'm a counselor. You know, I like to think that I'm a counselor anyways. So I, I have some suggestions. I think for families or household families, I live by myself, so I'm not really talking to myself, but people who live with others, 
I think that you should, like, designate days to do things. You know, like, maybe Monday night is game night. So instead game of watching, night. Yeah, instead of watching television, let's play Clue. Um, Colonel Mustard with the wrench in the conservatory. <laughs> yeah. I like it. We play Clue here sometimes. Yeah, I love Clue. Um, One of my favorite m- memories. Taco like Tuesday. Let's get some tacos in your family. You can have, like, Rachel Ray 30-minute meals. With the family, that you would be do that. that would hey, be but fun. one of the—I was going to tell you this—the clue. I will never forget my son from playing Clue. Listen, we play we 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 play some games in this house, so we enjoy it, especially when uh, football season is very busy uh, for me, as you can imagine. Yes, and so like post football season, especially in the summers, we're getting prepared to go into it. It's like something we like to do. And I try to make it a point, like air, like two or three nights a week, we'll sit back and play. You know, we play. We're 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 professional Uno players around here. Um, How but, do you play, like, the regular way, but or do you play, like... I'm sure I play the white people way. I don't know what you... Yeah, so, like, if I had a draw two and you had a draw two, if I threw my draw two down, but you had another draw two, you can throw it down, and I'd have to draw four. Unless no, I had another draw two. We play that draw twos or skips as well. What? So, like, if I play a draw... Like, if there's three of us playing, uh-huh. and I play a draw two, that's your turn, and it goes to the next person. So, because I had to draw two, that was my turn. That was your turn, And yeah. then I get skipped. Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, we do that. And then we do reverses, reverse it back to you when there's two people. Fair. Just like a skip. Yeah. Um, and then we also play that if you play any wild card, uh, that you get to play an extra card that sets your um, color. No. No, that's how we play. Now, you might not like it, but that's how we do it. I'm telling you. We also play um, if you have numbers that are numerically in order. So I can have a red, yellow, or green, but if I have one, two, and three, I could put those down. It doesn't matter what color they are. That's how you play? Yeah. See, I disagree with that, but I'm not going to say no because that would be rude. But if you were playing my way, you would do that, though. Right? Dude, we might have to go get some Uno cards, and I might just wear you out in Uno. You can't beat me in Uno. Okay. Um, is there a button on here for BS? Which one of the buttons <laughs> says BS? I don't know. Uh, I'll have to figure that out. But anyway, no. Um, so game night is great. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. That's something we hold very dearly. You could have. Life, so it's not necessarily um, Tuesday, but. Wise Wednesday. So that would Wait a minute now. Say that again. Wise Wednesday. Wives Wednesday. Wise. Is that like for people in Utah? No. Wives Wednesday. Say it again. No, not wives. Oh. Wise. Wise. Yes. Oh, like smart. Yes. I gotcha. So you could read a book um, or do a devotional with your family on Wednesdays. I think that would be great. Okay. Do you have a problem with that? No, I, I promote, <laughs> we promote reading books like yeah, just more than you're one Yeah, you're an day. avid reader. Yeah, yeah. No, man, my daughter yeah, would read She circles. reads. She's Gosh. a real accelerator reader. She, like, she, she's reading she right now. She probably, probably could. She probably created AR. What's Every that time, mean? Accelerator Reader. You? Accelerator Reader. Oh. You're oh an English. Gosh. See, I'm not an English. I'm a business teacher. But so. still. I should know AR. Yeah. No, she does. She reads a tremendous amount, and I, I really today. Like I think today was the first time I walked in. She didn't have a book in her hand, yeah. but that's also because she was eating dinner. Yeah, probably. I guarantee you she's read something today. Read, I mean, like, a tremendous amount. Like, she, like when you buy her books, I told her, like, we had to uh, – Hey, I was, re- you know how they post like the craziest post or whatever, get po- like people 
I love to read those, like the dumbest post ever. Like on church signs? No, like on, um, yeah, there might be church <laughs> signs, but like it'll be like on. Like, like on a marquee. Yeah, like you can see them on YouTube. You look like, yeah. a, and like one time, I, not too long ago, I seen one that said, or maybe maybe Amber told me about it, but it was like, uh, guys, does anybody know of a place, uh, like these book prices are killing me. Does anybody know of a place you can go and you can just rent a book and then take it back when you're done? Like somebody literally asked that question <laughs> on Facebook or something. <laughs> Please tell me someone said the library. Oh, I, I don't know what anybody said back. I, I mean, it's just, um, it's just hilarious to me, stuff like that. But anyway, yeah, she reads, reads, reads. And I, and I always uh, try to promote that because that's something I did not do. Um, and so, like, now I start. But you do now, though. I try to, I yeah, like. I try to. And, and then, uh, like, uh, I heard a stat one time that said, like, if you look at the people, the most successful people in their field, the one thing they have is common is they always read something related to their field. Yeah. Like once a month they read a book. Um, so I try to do that. I try to read, you know, or, or at least sections of a book. Do um, you read things that are related to the business world or education or both? Uh, probably, probably more sports. Okay. Um, big nonfiction, love to read, um, different stuff, um, from good coaches, Saban's book, Urban Meyer, <clears throat> Um, I'm still I'm still working on the one that I borrowed from you, the uh, Don't Put Me In Coach. That's a great book. Yeah, I'm through. Like I'm about halfway through it. Have you enjoyed it? I have enjoyed it. I have. It's really funny. Um, I love the uh, that guy's got like a self deprecating humor. (laughs) It's like pretty funny to listen to. Um, And I've run that one. I've also been reading like I try to get books that are like a little bit better than me, if it makes any sense. Like I'm reading Jordan Peterson's Twelve Rules for Life, and like. that is very, like, I mean, you read a chapter, and it's like, oh, my gosh. I get, it takes you, like, a week to digest it all. I mean, it's just so in-depth. And so so I like to read stuff like that. Um, I'm a big fan. YouTube has really probably cut into me reading a good bit. Because you've been watching videos? Well, yeah, but you can watch all, like, like I feel like a lot of stuff that I read now, if I pick up the book to read it, I already know the gist of most of it because I've listened to so many lectures and people. Okay. lectures that these people have done you know I'm a, i like um i just got hired at mississippi state mike leach oh i um, thought you said you just got hired at no mississippi state. he just got hired i was not in mississippi state no i okay. didn't but um he um you know if you read his book you've heard most of the stuff if you listen to him lecture or listen to his speeches same right. thing with saban's book um you know if you if you watch that if you you, you already know kind of how these guys think um and it's very good stuff but yeah, I promote reading. Uh, what I would like to promote reading way more than one day a week. We promote reading. Um, so that was Wednesday. Thursday, you can have Thankful Thursday. This is we're doing um, things you can do at home with your families while you're um, quarantined. Yeah, while you're quarantined. Thankful Thursday. Everyone in your house. We do this with my college roommates when we get together for a friendsgiving. Um, whoa, go. whoa, whoa! You said that like I'm. What is it? Friendsgiving. When is that? Is that like in November when the real yeah. Thanksgiving is? Yeah. You didn't know that? I don't know what that is. Uh, it's okay. We'll talk about that later. Anyways. I'm kind of interested, though. The point is, for Thankful Thursday, is that you just go around before dinner, or really you could do it any time, and just say what you're thankful for. And you can never say, I don't know, or shrug your shoulders, or nothing. Because kids would do that, and I can't stand it. I love No, I love But, yeah, you're right. We did that. Um, when did we do that last? I'm trying to think. Thanksgiving? No, no, I know when we did Thanksgiving last. That would have been around November. 
Um, no, we were going to um, Disney. We went to Disney. And so, like, one of the things is we really, as a family, when we travel, and I don't know if anybody else's family experiences this, so, like, when we travel as a family, like, sometimes we want everybody to have such a good time. We want everything to fall in place. It becomes a lot of – it becomes a almost like a burden as a blessing at the same time because you want everything to be perfect and everything's right. got to be lined up, and then you're all worried because you're traveling and traffic and, and what if the hotel room's not right and all this stuff. And so when we went to Disney this time, we were we, we made it a point. It's like, dude, there's a lot going on, and we're going to have to work hard. So we're going to remember why we're doing this. Um, and my son, he'll probably get mad at me for sharing, but he said, like, um, we had went to Universal um, over spring break uh, for one day. We went down and did all the Harry Potter stuff because we're a bunch of Harry Potter nerds. But um, And when we got ready to go, and it was on him to say why he was thankful, when we had went to Universal, uh, my wife, had a bulging disc that she was having to get surgery on. So mm-hmm. she couldn't really, I mean, like she was in a lot of pain and we were able to go and she didn't get to ride rides and stuff. And he brought that up. He was like, I want mama to be able to go and have a good time because last time she, you know, her neck and she's not in that pain anymore. That and I'm sweet. very thankful about it. It was awesome. Um, and it was like, um, and he, you know, he's, he's, he's too cool for school, but you know, he don't, but it was really awesome. It brought tears in my eyes to hear that. But so that's a great one. A thankful, thankful Thursdays. Yeah. Might have to make some notes, dude. We might have to do some of this. this okay, I'll give you my notes from um, Inspiring Dr. Brown. Inspiring Dr. Brown <laughs> on a quarantine, quarantine no, by just Corona. Family, family matters. Family matters. You can't yeah. use that. They already did that. No, no, I'm not trying to use it. I'm just saying that that would be my um, my vision. I got you. So All right, what's Friday? Friday. I love Fridays because I think that Fridays are freestyle Fridays. Freestyle Think you Friday. get to so we choose. drop a beat and you just got to jump in on it. Excuse me. Freestyle Fridays. You just no, we're not rapping. Be rad. <laughs> okay. Earth is my Freestyle. planet. <laughs> I, mean, I watch that every once in a while. Malibu's must want it is hell. If you're having a bad day, Dude. you should watch Malibu's must want it. Oh, True. I, I really mean that. Earth but no, Freestyle Fridays. I think you can just choose someone in the family, and you. They can decide what they want to do for that day. And the family, they have to participate. Because our schedules are different. People, our mindsets are different. We we love or are passionate about different things. But it's also a time to connect to see, like, why do you enjoy this? Absolutely. You know? What about fr- oh, what about Saturday? Where are we at? Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I think Saturday and Sundays are whatever you want it to be. If mama's not I thought happy, that was Friday. No, you haven't free, thought this through, Doctor. No, Brown. you're you, you're not a good listener. I said freestyle Friday, and I gave you instructions that clearly said you choose a family member and you have to do what it is that they want to do for that day. Mm-hmm. I said that. Yeah, you did. Okay, so then you said, "What about Saturday and Sunday?" Very true. And what did I say? You said you just do whatever. Yes, I didn't indicate that you had to choose which family member get to make that choice. You can just do whatever you want to do that day. Okay. Those two days. Hopefully Sunday you go to church. Did y'all go to church Sunday? Today? Mm, my, um, I, I did. I did a lot of... Uh, Praying? No. Uh, my my brother, um, and I told you about this earlier, but my brother, he is um, getting a farm that was non-operational uh, for, for a while, kind of been run down, and yeah. he inherited it. Uh, it's his family farm. So, so. you went to church. I, I did. Service. I did go. I did go help my brother um, yeah. a great deal today and yesterday too. He was. He's trying to get. He he's got uh, twenty seven head of cattle, and he's got them in one field. But twenty seven what head of cattle? Those cows. Uh, they are cows. 
Okay. Yeah. And um, so, any balls? Uh, yes. You can get some chickens. He's got one chicken. He had two, and then one of wild dogs got one of them. Man. But anyway, like all the fences, you know, and everything, having to repair it where, where his cattle can actually get and move, where you don't have to worry about him getting out. So he is. He, he's got his hands full, and my brother's one of the hardest working people. And so um, I went and helped him. I probably helped him. Did you drive a tractor? I did drive a tractor. I um, learned how to drive a tractor last year. You learned how to drive a tractor last year. Uh-huh. I fed a couple of cows some hay bales. How oh, did you? Yeah, I learned how to like lift the hay. Did you have the, the hay spear? Yeah, is that what it's called? The is thing it, that sticks. Yeah, it sticks in. You just run in. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was pretty cool. No, I, I I think that that's one of the most. I tell my wife this all the time. But one day I hope to be um, at a point in our life where I can buy some land and and have some. You want cattle. a farm? I would love to have uh, with animals. Yes, I think that would be a requirement. <sighs> okay. Why? Why do you? Huh? Okay. You ate meatloaf today, dude. You got. You got. You got to. You got to respect the process at some point. I didn't. I wasn't disrespecting the process. Just you don't strike me as a farmer. Why not? You just don't strike me as a farmer. You don't strike me as a guy to drive a tractor, but I didn't like badmouth you. I don't drive a tractor. I just said I learned how to drive a tractor. Okay. You wouldn't wouldn't strike me as somebody who would want to learn how to drive a tractor. Well, that's not true. I'll try. Wait a minute. Um, Here we go again with this. It is 100% true that you don't strike me as a person. This is why we need the emoji, the rolling eyes. The rolling eye Um, emojis on our little buttons here. Yeah. Maybe Um, we can program that in. But anyway, we got to figure out what we're going to do for the... Um, March Madness $100 Amazon gift card is coming up. Hey, we can do some trivia. We can think about that. What I was thinking is, and you tell me what you think about this, what if we found out a way to, what if we had people screenshot when they shared the podcast or something and, and send it to us? And so if you shared it, that gave you an entry, and we just kept track of it, and we did a, we did a random draw. I love that idea. You like that idea? Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and say that. Let's say if you are willing to share the podcast in some form or, n- or another, however you If you're you willing to share the podcast in some form or another. That's a post on Facebook. That's whatever. a post on Facebook, whatever. TikTok. Tick- you want to dance to it? TikTok, dance to it. Can you do that? I'm not sure. I don't have a TikTok. Dude, you know, you know about your, your, your. I know what TikTok is. I don't have a TikTok. Yeah, but you, your, your head, you know how it works. Good enough to know if you can share our podcast on TikTok. I don't think you can, but okay. All right. Well, anyway, if that we, was the worst platform to use, like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, not TikTok. I'm not familiar with. I mean, you're familiar with Facebook as old as you are. You can't say you're not familiar with Facebook. I said Facebook. I didn't hear you say Facebook. You stopped at TikTok. At any rate, share, screenshot, you're going to be entered in for a drawing. Yeah, and then we'll just pick one and we'll give them 100 bucks. We call it March Madness. Be our March Madness. Yeah. Um, you know, you know we probably, if we really want people to get involved, we should probably give away toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any more toilet paper. <laughs> we, we, we might can spare a roll here because, again. Yeah, because you have your bidet. We have the bidet. So if you'd like to donate toilet paper yeah. to Catfish and Cornbread, yeah. <laughs> maybe that will put you in an entry also. Yeah, there we go. There we go, toilet paper. I mean, because depending on how long we're quarantined, I may need some toilet paper. You can just come over here. I told you. I got the bidet. I'm not just going to be coming to your house when I got to go to the bathroom. Well, you can come by. I mean, 
I'll call and make sure y'all are home first. Yeah, you call. Give me the, I'll, I'll hide you a key and then uh, give you the code. Oh, you Shay, we're going out of town, but if you need to use the bathroom, I, I, I will. I will open. make this bet. I will bet you twenty bucks that after you experience it, you'll want to buy one. I I would not. Hey man, the offer's out there. Twenty dollar buck. Twenty twenty buck bet. I'll accept that bet, but I'm telling you, I'm not going to want to buy one. They're only like 30 bucks. They're not It's expensive. not about the cost. I just am not going to want to buy one. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. It will change your life. All right. Just trust me. I trust you. All right. I don't know how much it's going to change my life, but I definitely trust you. At any rate, please screenshot once we post our podcast. Send it to myself or Clay, and you'll enter... For a drawing of a great prize. Did we say Amazon card? Uh, Amazon gift card is what yeah. we said. Yeah. $100. $100. $100 Amazon yeah. gift card to all the shares we get. Yeah. Or to, no, 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 to enter you in a drawing to win. Um, and, and, and again, while we're on topic, um, I've learned about this is like if you enjoy it, the shares is what determines specifically how many listens we get. Yes. Like um, I, I can. Where were we last week? I feel like we were good. Um, last week, well, we, you know, we posted very late in the week, so it's kind of That's bad true. data right now. But if I was looking, which I am right now, we're sitting at about uh, twenty six plays on last week's podcast. Okay, we so got that's every, but that's three. It's three days, so we're, we're averaging just under a hundred a week total. Just sometimes we get more, sometimes we get less. It depends on really. Since I don't have social media, and I'm not blaming anybody, but if you share it a lot, we get a lot more, and if you don't, we don't. Well, I mean, are you were you directing that towards me? Because I always share it. I always post it. Yeah, no, I think, and this is something else. I, I do say. have a problem with my posting though, because I have a lot of friends, and they're not liking it. Not liking our podcast. Not, no, not necessarily the podcast. You're not liking. I need them to like the status, so I'll know that they're seeing it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So are they listening? I think some of them are listening. So if you're a friend of Coach Brown's, then click the like button and share and Dang share it. and Dad Gummit. That's okay. I'm going to be texting them shortly. So good. Yeah. I think like our whole new official little setup with all these lights is going to have to get somebody interested, right? Yeah. I mean, you know what like, I'm also going to say? We'll see what you think about this. If you'd like to be a guest on Catfish and Cornbread, you let us know. We'll take you through an application process because not everyone is going to be welcomed here. No, it's not. But, hey, we also can do, um, with our new little get-up here, it's pretty amazing, we can do phone interviews. So you, And it's not like you have to show up. Like you can literally call in and we can uh, do the interview via we'll phone. Have a phone conversation. Yeah. So I know some people are, are you so know. If you are a little camera shy and you want to hide behind your cellular device, call us. I know we don't have any cameras, but people probably sometimes have a hard time having conversations like this in front of other people. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, definitely. They definitely have a hard time. I just don't know that those people would do any better on the phone. They may. Maybe they maybe they will. No one would be looking at them. Yeah. But but yeah, we would love to hear. I, I was I was trying to line something up. Uh you know, I, we went to Minnesota, uh the yeah. nation's longest winning streak <clears throat> high school. They were those guys were gonna come down um and visit us um during the season? No, or? for the uh to go to the Clemson Clinic. Because their coach, their head coach, his name Carl Frichter, you can look him up. Uh five or six i mean it's they're they're on like a huge winning streak i mean they haven't lost in like six years or something um and they've won five consecutive state championships in uh their level in minnesota 
winning his program actively uh, in high school football, and they were coming down. And I was going to try to. Well, they canceled it because of Corona. I Corona. Do you think this might be a dumb question? So don't laugh at me when I say this. I can't make any guarantees. Um, because they're canceling things. Do you think they're canceling domestic flights? Um, I don't know. I, I just hear secondhand kind of like all the uh, funny things that are coming out. Like you can get a somebody told me you can get a cruise like buy one get two free. <laughs> I have a friend who was trying to convince me to go to Las Vegas on Sunday. He found tickets for like $200, I think. Yeah. Um, and staying at like these nice casinos for $50 a night. Oh, yeah. I think it's really down. I have to work tomorrow. Um, I'd, I'm kind of stuck with that. Like with all this chaoticness or whatever, I'm like – it would be great to take advantage of it, but then what if you're the guy that goes and brings Corona back to Iva? Don't tell anybody. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they'd find out. Maybe you know not. what I mean? It's just like, that idiot. Yeah, you know? Well, you only live once. YOLO, as the kids say. Yeah, you only live once, but that yeah. might be drastically shortened. Maybe. If it's your time, it's your time. <laughs> Is that the way you look at it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, screw it. Um, but I am a little bit upset that March Madness is canceled. That's so my upset. one. That's like my one great. Like I, you know, my wife loves basketball. My son loves basketball. We usually do like a house bracket and all that stuff, and and do a lot of things like that. And we're not going to get to do that this year. And I love basketball, but maybe Freestyle Friday will make up for it. You know, you should definitely do a Freestyle Friday. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. What is anything surprised you with what they're canceling for the Corona? Like no, but you know what surprised me? What they didn't cancel? What's that? MMA. Yeah. I, I, Does that not – and these kids – I shouldn't call them kids, but these athletes are literally rolling all over each other. Yeah. With nothing but shorts on. The um, – it was – so it was – the only thing that we could think, because we had that conversation in our house, is like maybe because it was in Brazil is the reason why they were able to get away with that. Okay. Um, you know, Brazil's went through a lot of hardships mm-hmm. here lately. Mm-hmm. And and I've, I've also pointed out to my kids that, you know, um, be grateful of where we live because we have the opportunity. At least there's people trying to get ahead of the curve. Right. Like, you don't hear about these problems in, like, I haven't heard anybody mention the effects of corona like in Haiti. No. You know what I mean? Like some of these third world countries. So, we don't, I mean, you don't even know how that's going to, like when they don't have the medical care and stuff like that, I think about those things. So I just think that maybe in Brazil they were like, hey, man, no, it's time for us to catch a win right here. We're going to go ahead and promote. Keep it rolling. Yeah. You know, MMA is a big deal in Brazil. Do you know why that is? Do I know why that is? Yeah. No. And um, Well, I got a theory. And You know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is a um, – that's like a big um, wrestling form. Or like you, all these guys are – you know, they just, you hear them a lot. That's a that's a common um, discipline in mixed martial arts is the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And historically, um, when Japan um, had the samurais, you remember the samurai soldiers? You ever seen the movie The Last, Last samurai? samurai? Yeah. Yes. And that's all about the time of the uh, – hey, thank you guys for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. Our, audi- our audience is leaving now, so. Um, but <laughs> Japan um, – had um jujitsu was like really big there and they had a tournament 
again, if you want to learn more about this, read about it, and you'll know more about me. I haven't read about it in years, but they had a tournament to des- determine which discipline was going to be uh, taught by their uh, police force. Okay. Um, and the tournament was, be- uh, again, it was like 10 of the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I'm sorry, 10 of the best jiu-jitsu um, experts and 10 of the best judo. And in this tournament, judo actually beat jiu-jitsu nine to one in the in the event and um it was it, it it is believed or like a lot of people left japan and migrated to brazil um and that became a big discipline there and it kind of it kind of got entwined in their culture around the same time and so uh that's the reason why they're so big a lot of you know it became known as brazilian jiu-jitsu as it advanced over the years and it's a really oh. great discipline um i love to watch i like to watch people compete um, real big fan of high school wrestling, um, but the wrestling that I really, really enjoy is jujitsu. When you watch those guys, those that's guys interesting. Are, yeah, it was designed because you know a lot of uh, the Japanese were smaller, right? And so it's one of those things that was totally designed to allow a through its technique the smaller man be able to neutralize and compete with a bigger man. Um, so it's uh, I like to. I love. I just like to watch them. It's just great to watch those guys compete. I mean, you'll see stuff like um, I, I think of. Uh, I got to watch Jacare, Jacare Sousa, um, wrestle in like the world competitions of jiu-jitsu. And you, there's a there's a kind they wrestle like with a gi, like the actual martial art, the karate get up, you know. Yeah, yeah. And there's a kind they don't. He was wrestling in one with a gi, and he got caught in a. He was winning, but he got caught in a. Um, arm bar and the guy actually broke his arm and he did not submit uh. he, he actually when his arm broke he was able to get out and he took his arm and like stuffed it into his uh belt and wrestled the last few minutes and won the match um just to stabilize his arm yeah just to kind of stay just kind of like hold it down as his belt or his pants or whatever you could tell i mean he he broke his arm he he he, he broke his arm was broken in the fight but he still was able to win the fight on points uh, because of how it went um, because he just didn't tap out. And that to me is in, you know, pain is the ultimate. Um, pain and fatigue are the two things that will really make cowards out of strongest men. And to watch him be able to compete in that scenario, I think, is just amazingly mentally tough. Um, but as it sits right now, coaching is off for the next two weeks, couple of weeks. Least. You know, yeah. Um, you know, we don't know how that's going to affect all the guys that are in spring sports. I really hate that for the kids that are involved right now. Because especially the seniors. Especially the seniors, yes. Yeah, one of their last opportunities, and and uh, I hate that. So we're going to have to see how that's going to how that's going to play out. You know, I mean, you got you got girls softball, you got soccer, baseball, uh, baseball, track, track, lacrosse, lacrosse. Do you have lacrosse at Woodbine? Uh huh. Lacrosse is a very good game. Men's volleyball. That's starting to come. Men's volleyball um, in spring, yeah. I guess girls don't play lacrosse. I think they no, field play hockey, lacrosse. but I think girls, it's called it's field. It's no, not, girls play lacrosse. Okay, so It's a little bit different. Like the, the, like the, the rules are different? Uh, yeah, the okay. boys' game is considered full contact. Okay. The girls' game is considered non-contact, All right. which is the biggest lie ever. If you ever watched a girls' high school lacrosse game, it is probably one of the most brutal. I mean, like sometimes it can get bad um, just with, I mean – just played differently um okay. and it's funny because uh 
people talk about concussions all the time. You hear concussions, and one of the you know what sport has the most concussions? Women's soccer. Yeah, it's women's soccer. Yeah. And it's not even, I mean, it's like more than football. It's just hilarious that, not hilarious that they have the most, but it's hilarious that we worry about football so much and there's so much <laughs> that goes into trying to protect yeah. kids and keep them from concussions. And, and then you have a sport like that that you never would think of would have that many concussions, but it does. I learned that from taking all those uh, – Coaching awareness, yeah. um, courses. And my very first time taking, I actually listened to the. Well, that's good. The, the procedural. <laughs> Maybe things. we can do that on Freestyle Friday. <laughs> actually, listen to the stuff. No, they. But um, afterwards, you can just you know, like I, I know the answers. Yeah, no, there's no doubt, and it's the same one. Um, and people need to understand that too. Maybe this is a good time to educate people. You know, every coach that coaches in the state of South Carolina is required to undergo mandatory training mm-hmm. on concussions in sports. They go CPR over, first aid. They're all CPR first aid certified, and they're they all. Um, we have the heat. What's yeah, the heat thing? Heat, heat prevention. Heat, heat yeah. prevention. Prevention. Illness prevention. Yeah, heat illness prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about um, you know just keep making sure kids are not overheated, um, and keeping them cool and hydrated. And did you, hydration is like the biggest factor in, huge. in athletics in general. Yeah, heat prevention and concussion. Uh, most people don't understand that like a dehydrated person has is more likely to get a concussion. Um, so those are important things. Especially in football, as you all are starting yeah. up for sure. Yeah, and so I don't know. We, we don't even know how, how we're going to be affected with spring football. Um, doesn't it start like May? Yeah, it's supposed to start okay. in May. Um, but, again, how is that going to affect as everything gets pushed back I or think whatever? I talked to um, a coach about this because he's a baseball coach. So I asked him what he thought would happen. And he felt like they would just eliminate their non-region baseball games mm-hmm. and play region only, which would probably be like three days a week, and then only take the top two Just jump teams. right into the state tournament. Yeah. And maybe that would put things somewhat back. And that's that's difficult for us at Crescent because <clears throat> you know they played for a state championship last year, right? Um, and they're I mean I, I know the hope is every year, but you know they it's going to really affect all because you know teams have to they have to jail as a group mm-hmm. and play their best, so they're going to lose a lot of opportunity to play, lose a tremendous especially practice. in baseball. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a it's a big challenge, um, and I just hope that. I hope that the kids still can find I – hope, I hope that as an organization, the high school league and schools can find a way to make sure this is still a very positive experience right. for those kids as well. Because um, there's a method in place to make sure these kids are still getting educated. It's going to be really on them to make sure they're putting in the work. Um, but I, I wondered – and I don't know how this is going to work um, for uh, schools that don't have the one-to-one capabilities. Not all their kids have a device. Um, that's going to have to produce some huge challenges. Um, I read somewhere where they were putting together a proposal to um, not do any state assessments because of this. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's – shout out to my daughter, who I love deeply. You know what her first question was to me really about all this? What? Is I wonder how it's going to affect state testing. Because she really looks forward to that, and she tries. I mean, like that's a big thing to her is like improve. What is it? Map the measure of um, academic progress or whatever. Yeah, uh huh. Map oh, testing. Man, she, yeah. she she loves. She gets into that. 
Um, and she likes to do her best on that. And so she was, she was actually concerned about that, which is great because if I was her age, there's no way <laughs> I would have cared anything. You, were, uh, you, you didn't go to the job, the BSAP. No, ITBS. We had the BSAP. And well, you mean in high school? I can't remember. Or, I think it was like always coming up. Like it well, was we had the ITBS, which was the Iowa State based testing, I think is what it was called. And then in high school, we had a graduation test. Dude, they would hand out the answer sheets before they handed out the booklets. I would be halfway Stop. done before I ever got the booklet. Just, Are you kidding me? No, I was so bad at that stuff. Like, it wasn't that I was bad at the test. It was just like it was so it was torture to me. I still think multiple choice tests are one of the most like torturous things you can put me through. Uh, so, they're they're difficult sometimes. Yeah, I just get in an argument. I'm like, well, it could be this and this. Sometimes it's just like whatever. I you know. You have a self versus self argument. Yeah, oh, non nonstop. <laughs> This is crazy. But anyway, um, please, please, please share, share, share. Email us. Email us. Catfishingcornbread34. At gmail.com. Um, and we will continue. This may actually up our podcasting game. We may may be able to do more than one a week. We may start trying to put a couple out there sure. or something as we go through. Um, we'll both be quarantined. Yeah, we'll be quarantined. And I'm not coughing, so I think you're good to come over and check us out. Yeah, I'm not coughing. I haven't coughed. But anyway, you guys stay safe. Um, avoid stay healthy. Crowds, stay healthy. Um, if you have any kids that you know of or are worried about not being able to eat, don't don't hesitate to email us that. We'll do everything we can within our power to try to help them out with that. Um, and Yeah, let us know how we can um, help or serve. And remember to share, like, send your screenshots to myself or Clay. Or email them in. You can email them in too, right? You can email them in at catfishingcornbread34. At gmail.com. Yeah, and it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. You guys have a good day. Good week.